Hello, humans. Welcome to my podcast for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host, Sabrina Victoria, and this is episode 83. It is December 17th, Monday. We just went over how important it is to be getting enough sleep. So what a better time to go over how to actually make sure you are getting enough sleep. I wanted to cover some simple ways to help you fall asleep quickly. So let's jump right in. Join me. She has no business giving advice because all the so-called social norms are against her. But she's here in your world to give her slightly biased, in-your-face opinion on how she thinks you could human better. Follow now to catch all her inspirational words on life, business, love, and learning to empower yourself. And now, your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, my fellow humans. I certainly hope everyone is having a fantastic night. It is Monday, 8.30 p.m. on December 17th. January is quickly coming upon us. People are getting busy and there's so much stuff to do before the end of the year falls upon us. So I thought, what a better time to talk about the importance of sleep than right now. My last podcast was about how important sleep is. And it was more of a reminder for myself than it was to actually be reminding you guys of its importance because obviously, honestly, this is probably one of my biggest downfalls, if that's what you want to call it, is I, uh, I am not very good at getting enough sleep. So these are a few tricks that I use in order to fall asleep quickly to make sure that the amount of sleep that I do get is in full. Um, Obviously, you always want to make sure you're getting seven to nine hours of sleep every night. Uh, This is an issue that that I, uh, at the moment, am not really good at doing, but I am really good at falling asleep quickly. So if you're like me and you're not getting enough sleep, or if you are working towards getting that seven to nine hours of sleep, if you're dealing with insomnia, if you're dealing with anxiety before you go to bed, these are some tricks that I use that work as far as when you hit the pillow, you go right to sleep. So the first one that I love is to always make sure that my home is a little bit on the cooler side when I am going to bed. I love going to bed on on cold sheets and I love to be covered in a nice heavy blanket. Now I know that this is not everybody's cup of tea, but this is one of the things that works for me. Remember that your body temperature changes when you fall asleep. So you wanna make sure that uh, when your core, the core of your body decreases, the temperature of your hands and your feet actually increases. 
So you want to make sure that your room is not too warm or else you will have a hard time falling asleep. Um, the one thing that I am pretty good at as far as waking up and not so much going to sleep, but you want to keep a schedule. So try to wake up and go to sleep at the same time each night if you're having trouble sleeping. Um, a lot of times our bodies react better if you get onto some sort of schedule. You'll hear people all the time say that they wake up at the same time every single day, no matter what it is, because they have what they call an internal clock. That is a real thing. And it can become easier to fall asleep if you're actually going to sleep at the same time every night. And then your internal clock will wake you up at the same time every morning. And this will kind of help your body get into the rhythm of going to sleep. So keep that in mind also if you're having issues with falling asleep. Um, one of the things that I am very sensitive to is daylight. So it's very, very difficult for me to sleep if it is daylight out. And you might have that same exact problem. Um, what I encourage with stuff like that is if you're going to sleep when it is light out or if you're trying to sleep past when it is light out, is getting room darkening blinds. So if you don't have to get up until nine o'clock and it starts getting light out at seven in the morning, you may be waking up earlier than you have to, or vice versa. If you're trying to go to sleep earlier in the day, like 7.30, eight o'clock, sometimes it's still light out at certain times in the year. Um, you may not be getting enough sleep because you're waking up so early, but then not going to bed early enough. So having some sort of um, uh, room darkening blinds helps with that. Or if you're in an area where it's light out all the time, uh, up north, I know uh, Alaska possibly, if I'm speaking correctly, uh, has areas uh, where there's light for lots more hours than what is normal. So uh, you want to be aware that your, your eyelids are not um, super thick. They're very thin, so they can see light through them. And also a lot of us don't sleep with our eyes totally closed all the way shut. So a glimmer of light that seeps through our eyeballs can a lot of times wake us up. One of the things that I am very cognizant of is your alarm clock. So if your entire room is super, super dark, but then you have your alarm clock, red alarm clock blaring into your eyes, or if you have a VCR or a DVD player that's blinking a blue light in the middle of the night, these are all things that can actually trigger light. Same with your cell phone. If Even if your cell phone is put to silence, but the numbers are facing up, if a phone call comes through, or a message comes through, your whole phone may light up, which will trigger or could possibly trigger you actually waking up. One of the other things that I have actually started doing now for probably two or three years now would be practicing some sort of a yoga, meditation, med meditation or stretching right before you go to sleep. This is a great way to make sure that your body is calm and you are uh, getting your body into the correct state of mind, which is a very calm and tranquil type of thought process right before you go to sleep. 
allowing your body to slowly go into certain poses, allowing your mind to settle and go into more of a, of a meditated state. This is a great time to have a notepad out, to be actually writing things down that you're stressed or that you're having anxiety about, to make sure that they're written down someplace that's very convenient for you so you don't have to worry about forgetting them, uh, forgetting them in the future. You want to make sure that your body is relaxed before you go into bed. I usually change my entire mode, my entire mood. I start speaking a lot slower. I speak a lot softer. Um, I try to get my body in the right state of mind. A lot of times I even do some practice breathing right before I go to sleep in order to uh, calm my body, my heart, my breath. It's all linked together. That's another reason why they say a lot of times it's not really good to be uh, working out right before you're about to get ready for bed. Always give yourself maybe an hour or two of work, um, of span between working out, ending your workout and actually going to sleep. Because when you're in that state of mind of heightenedness, height, uh, that heightened, um, heightened, uh, I guess state of mind after working out, it's a lot harder to bring your levels down, your anxiety, your energy back down again. So keep that in mind. The other thing that I've been doing for years now is I do not sleep with a clock right by my bedside. As I had mentioned before, your eyelids are not usually entirely closed. So any um, little glimmer of light that seeps in through the slits in your eyes can wake you up, number one. Number two, people who suffer from insomnia, this is the last thing that you want staring at you. If you're the type of person that um, is suffering from this, where you're constantly watching the clock and you're actually counting down the time, a lot of times it's the clock. If you are having this issue, please either turn the clock around or completely leave the clock, turn off the clock, unplug the clock. Um, it's not necessary to be waking up and looking at or seeing what time it is. All this does is it gets your mind thinking, oh, I only have three more hours of sleep, four more hours of sleep, 45 more hours of, or 45 more minutes of sleep. You don't want your body to be able to start thinking while you're supposed to be sleeping. So if you wake up and only see pure darkness, the only thing that you could possibly turn on is your mind of the anxiety that's possibly going through your head, which hopefully you already boxed those up and uh, put those away in a, in a safe closet for the time being. So anything else that could possibly trigger you is nothing because it should be pitch dark in your room. So if this is an issue you're having, remember what I always say, you want to be smarter mentally than you actually are. So if you know this is an issue that you have, think proactively 
and move the clock away from your eyesight if you know this is an issue that you have. This way, this is one less thing for your mind to be thinking about if you wake up in the middle of the night. The one thing also that I have had uh, conversations with with quite a few people is taking naps. Now, I'm not a huge um, nap taker for one of two reasons. The number one reason why I don't take naps isn't because I feel as if it's a bad thing, like, oh, I'm so busy, I can't take naps, but it's because I'm very aware that if you take a nap in the middle of the day, the likelihood of you being able to sleep hard that night is not very likely. And I always want to make sure that when I'm hitting my pillow at the end of the night that I am able to just go to sleep because all of my energy has been used and I am ready for bed. When you're taking a nap in the middle of the day, you gave your body the uh, ability to be able to rest. So then when it's time to go to sleep, you've gotten that much more sleep, so it's harder to go to bed. The only reason I usually take naps is if I know it's gonna be a long night. So if for some reason I know for certain that I'm gonna have to be really, really coherent really late at night, um, and I'm feeling really tired where I don't know if I'm gonna make it, then I will take a nap in the middle of the day. But if it's just a regular day and it's just a regular night of staying up, doing my mundane you know, side hustle that I do at my house, I'm not necessarily gonna be on the road or going anywhere, then I normally don't take naps because when I go to sleep, at uh, when it's time to go to bed, I wanna make sure that I'm actually going to bed and not sitting awake because my body isn't very tired because I took a nap in the middle of the day. The other thing you want to do, which I mentioned briefly in my last podcast, is you want to watch what you're eating and what you're drinking. High sugar and high caffeine. Literally five to six hours before you go to bed is detrimental to whether or not you're going to fall asleep on time. There are so many studies that talk about the insomnia that's hitting the population is not what people are thinking it is. It is what you are taking in throughout the day. People who are living on high sugary candy bars and Kit Kats and Snicker bars and ice cream and danishes right before bed, ice cream right before bed, um, Coke and, and uh, caffeinated beverages for dinner. This is the stuff that's keeping you up. And these are the things that are making you feel as if you have insomnia. I recommend not having any of that past noon. If you are feeling as if you are low on energy after noon, right? From like noon till six o'clock, if you are super low on energy, you need to be going to sleep earlier. There should be no reason why you are taking in a high amount of caffeine or sugar around this time because you're falling to a point of sleep deprivation. It's because you're not getting enough sleep at night. So keep that in mind. If you are getting less, 
then seven to nine hours of sleep every single night and you're having to caffeinate or take in large amounts of sugar to get through your day, you need to be looking at how much sleep you're getting every single night. Um, the other thing is listening to relaxing music. This is one thing that my boyfriend and I do every once in a while where we'll turn on some sort of meditation or um, slow, tranquil music that gets our heart rate pumping at a nice, slow um, pace. And this will also help you fall into a deeper sleep. There's a lot of statistics up that say that um, some sort of a meditation type music being played right when you're going to bed um, helps calm your anxiety, calm your mind, calm your heart rate in order to make sure that the sleep that you do get is deeper than uh, without it. So definitely something that we have been implementing over the last few months. Uh, we don't do it every single night, but you know, a couple times a night, we kind of throw that in the mix with some nice chamomile tea, with some lemon and some honey right before we go to sleep in order to put our bodies in the right mood calming mood right before we go to bed. Uh, the other thing that I mentioned in my last podcast is making sure you're getting exercise. Again, those of you that are um, dealing with insomnia, dealing with a, uh, a uh, hectic mind that's going at a million miles an hour right before you go to bed, a lot of times that's because you did not exercise in your day. So if you are waking up in the morning, driving to work, sitting in a cubicle or sitting in your car or sitting behind a desk of some sort all day. You go to lunch and you're sitting, you go back to work and you're sitting, you get back in your car to go home and you're sitting, you go home and eat dinner and you're sitting and then you go and you watch TV and you're sitting, you literally sat all day and your body got no exercise. Your body is meant to move and groove and be alive. So it has a lot of pent up energy in it that you did not exude, exude. So you want to make sure that you're getting some sort of exercise in every single day. Go out for a walk, go to the gym, whatever you have to do in order to let out that extra energy that's necessary, especially if you're taking in high amounts of caffeine or sugar throughout your day, you have to let that energy out or your mind will keep you awake at night. Um, the other thing is to get comfortable. Um, one of the things that I found out that I needed a few years ago is to sleep. Actually, you know what? Not a few years ago. I realized this when I was pregnant. Uh, when you're pregnant, you are told to sleep with a pillow between your legs because your belly is all lopsided and a lot of times your hips and your knees and everything kind of gets misaligned. So when I got pregnant, um, I started sleeping with a pillow between my legs in order to realign my hips correctly when I sleep. And um, 
The other thing that I do is I'm very careful with what I wear to go to bed. So I don't wear anything tight. My underwear is loose. I don't wear a bra. Everything is loose fitting. I don't wear anything that's cutting off my circulation. So if maybe you've gained a few pounds over the last few years, or if maybe you're just wearing the wrong size clothing, make sure when you go to bed, you're wearing loose fitting clothes that aren't digging into your skin and uh, find out a nice comfortable of what you're sleeping on doesn't make sense if your pillow isn't comfortable the way you sleep isn't comfortable your comforters aren't comfortable uh, realize that you spend so much time sleeping in your bed at least you should be so you want to make sure that what you're sleeping in and what you're sleeping on makes sense. You might have to invest in a new pillow. You might have to invest in a new mattress, new sheets, whatever it is. Uh, so keep that in mind and definitely something that you want to invest in. Um, I love heavy blankets. Uh, that's another thing that I do as far as dropping the temperature in my house is having a nice heavy blanket on top of me really helps me sleep well. Having a very dark room helps me sleep well. Uh, the other thing is to keep all of your electronics off. So I, my phone is completely on silent and the first noise I hear is when my alarm goes off. So our phones nowadays, for those of you that have smartphones, the newer ones, there is a setting on your phone where everything on your phone is silent except for your alarm. Now I know a few years back this was not a thing. It was either silent or not silent. And if you wanted to put your alarm on your phone, you had to have it on and then it's dinging and ringing and pinging all night long. That's not a thing anymore. So you can actually have your phone on silent and then have it so that the first sound it makes is the alarm. So look for that setting on your phone. Again, do not flip your phone over um, while you're sleeping. Maybe, you know, if you need to for some crazy reason, check the clock. But I always have my phone facing down. Um... And a lot of times, if you read the Sleep Revolution book, the one that I talked about in my last podcast by Adriana Huffington, she actually says not to even keep your electronics in your room for a very long time, probably about two, probably four years actually, I didn't even have a TV in my room. That helps a lot also with being able to uh, fall asleep. Because a lot of times if you have a TV in your room, you actually fall asleep to the TV or you stay up later because you're trying to finish watching a show that you're watching. So sometimes if you're really having issues going to bed, you might have to take more drastic measures. So taking your phone out of your room or taking the TV completely out of your room in order to make sure that you're able to fall asleep much faster. Um, writing down a list is something that I always talk about right before you bet you go to bed. I'm con I constantly keep a list. I keep a personal list and I keep a work list of things that need to get done and I write them down constantly all day long. Keep a list of things that are giving you worries, anxieties, things to do, scheduling things, things you don't want to forget, things you need to write on your calendar, people you need to call, birthdays you need to remember, whatever is keeping you up 
Um, I recommend keeping a list by your bed if this is a huge issue for you. Um, I used to do that. I go on and off with doing that depending on how busy my weeks or my months are at that time period. But usually just keeping a running list uh, in my work bag or on my desk is enough for me at the moment. But depending on where you are with this, you might have to take more drastic measures in... um, where you're keeping your list. Now, as far as um, reading, reading is another thing that I do right before bed. Um, I'm very sporadic with this. Sometimes I'm reading every single night, 10 to 15 pages a night. Other times, not so much. A lot of that depends on how much sleep I'm getting. But reading something and calming your mind and also giving yourself something really nice to think about. Obviously, don't be reading like a scary book right before bed. But this gives you something to kind of calm your mind and to think about as you're actually going to sleep is um, something that does help with that and of course even just having uh something nice to think about something interesting to think about um, right before you go to sleep is something that will help with falling asleep more quickly so i hope this was a good partner to my last podcast which was uh, the importance of sleep these were just a handful of things that i kind of jotted down that are important um, as far as being able to quickly fall asleep so that you are getting as much sleep as you possibly can in order to alleviate waking up in the middle of the night. This way, those of you who are like me, who are only getting maybe four to six hours of sleep at night, at least they're a solid four to six hours. And for those of you that need more sleep than that, being able to fall asleep quickly so that you can grab your seven to nine hours of sleep. Um, Those of you that are dealing with uh, so-called insomnia, maybe being able to get over that by taking a few of these pointers in mind. So thank you so much for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I'm here to support you in your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Thanks for listening. For more awesome spoonfuls of things only Sabrina can get away with saying, visit sabrinavictoria.com. And this is a reminder to follow Sabrina Victoria on Facebook for posts straight to your wall as soon as they happen.